if you can just work on some of those, uh, some of the, the kids, the, the kids or whatever or it is. they are. I can't assume it's kids, it might be old men, don't know who it is, but whoever's been ripping me off, sooner or later we're going to have to meet face to face and I'm going to find out what his need is, because his need somehow seems to be greater than mine. Strange we say kids, oh the kids ripped me off, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's weird. Well I'm, you I'm saw a... them once, leaving. Yeah, well, I, saw I was, I caught people. some once, so those were, that was one group of kids, but the other two rip-offs could have been anyone. Here's something else that has to do with, with stealing things, keeping things. Can I, let me give those oh, numbers. Oh please give the numbers. Have we, got any, have we had any donations since our last talk? Somebody called up and then didn't make it, huh? Come on baby. 6810447. 6810447. What's happening? A nun who was searching for enlightenment made a statue of Buddha and covered it with gold leaf. Wherever she went, she carried this golden Buddha with her. Years passed, and still carrying her Buddha, the nun came to live in a small temple in a country where there were many Buddhas, each one with its own particular shrine. The nun wished to burn incense before her golden Buddha. Not liking the idea of the perfume straying to the others, she devised a funnel through which the smoke would ascend only to her statue. This blackened the nose of the Golden Buddha, making it especially ugly. Right. What are the numbers again? You're listening to the Buddha. That is available to you for your own private party. One evening for $25 at 6810447. Their name is Dry Ice. Give those numbers again. I think I'll give those numbers again. Oh, uh, that, that was a donation, wasn't it? Seven sixty-nine fifty-one. We're making it. They're still coming in, man. That's wonderful. Hey, there's people out there who are just picking up the phone and calling for Zen. No pressure necessary. Six eight one zero four four seven. There's another call. Six eight one zero four four seven. If you keep all three lines going, then we put another person in another room, and they pick it up. And we all get very excited. Things get funnier and funnier. That's Doesn't anyone, wanna, anyone want to hear Rogana's circus act for five dollars? For five? Well, somebody just gave five dollars. Somebody did all right. Then I'll, I'll just let's read Rogana's circus act. We don't want to hold it back from the people. No. Give no, the people first, a light. First, I'll read you what they say. Making her American debut in this year's circus, the remarkable Rogana has already made a stellar name for herself in European circuses. Her act, unique in all the world, concludes with what is surely one of the greatest thrills presented in a circus performance. The lovely Rogana climbs backwards down a ladder, holding in her mouth a knife on which is balanced point to point a sharp-edged sword. To make matters even more complex, upon the sword handle is balanced a tray containing four glasses, each full of liquid. Now, 
not only does she walk backwards down this ladder, but when that she I mean gets, backwards, she just descends the ladder. Yeah, but, but first she goes, has to go up to the top of the ladder with this thing. Balancing she she balances it. First, you know, she shows us that the sword is sharp, and then she balances it on the point of this dagger she's got in her mouth. Here's a picture of her. And then she, she climbs up the ladder, balancing this, this tray on top of it with the glasses filled with liquid. She goes all the way up to the top of the ladder. Then she detaches these two sway ropes, these guide ropes, and she begins to move the ladder. It's a tensile ladder, and it moves back and forth, back and forth. And she is, she is balancing these things on the top of this ladder as it sways back and forth like, like a stick in the wind. Oh, look at her. It is You know, they're truly people who set themselves goals, like yeah. what is the most difficult feat of balance that I could possibly perform right. given my potential, even possibly potential limits. Right. That's what I'm going to do. And they set them, themselves really incredible goals. That's right. And for, for the purpose only of entertaining, generally making people either go, oh, or ha, 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 ha. Right. I was speaking to a marine flyer over the weekend, <coughs> uh, uh, Susie St. James' uh, brother, uh, uh, whose name is Chuck Miller, and he told me some, some wonderfully interesting things about flying for the Marines. Uh, the most interesting of which is that uh, when, you, when you do a turn in a plane, uh, uh, the three canals in the inner ear get filled with liquid, get sloshed around with liquid, and you lose your sense of balance. And he says one of the most common accidents uh, for flyers is that they, when they're taking off, the, the plane starts to turn over, and they get confused as to exactly where they are, and so they attempt to pull out of it by going right into the ground. Oh, I think they're upside yeah. down. And much of the same, in, in our discussion, much of the same feeling came over to me, that, that here was a young man who was pushing himself to his limit uh, it, it, with a kind of knowledge of this extension of himself, this machine extension of himself, which was awe-inspiring, really awe-inspiring. He was able well, to, he wants to, to fly a glider after he gets out of flying these... these you know, in the oh, years, By the way, yeah, he's, he is uh, uh, in uh, reconnaissance because he does not want to... Uh, he does not want to uh, drop bombs. And he told them, he said, I'm, I just, I'm not going to drop any bombs. They said, well, you can't do that and be in the Marine Air Force. said, well, I'm just not going to do it. So they put him in a, uh, a division where he doesn't have to drop bombs. He just flies over and takes spy pictures. <laughs> spy pictures over the United States. Over the United States. And pictures of you. Spy <laughs> pictures. Say, hi, I'm, I'm about to hit this golf ball into the president's aid. Uh, you want to make sure you want to get <laughs> They take pictures of the golf ball names so that then yeah. they can uh, use it for uh, commercials. I just want to give you the names of the three flying acts. You were going to say something, though. What uh, well, was I was just going to the numbers news. Okay, 681 if you like what you hear what you hear is Zen because life is Zen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, just that in, in the years between the wars, after the airplane had been uh, slightly developed for the First World War and sort of gotten off, and then the Army was using it on the one hand, but on the other hand, all of those daredevils, all those wonderful Clark Gable sort of images, were doing all of that kind of flying for the yeah. same kind of thing. It was called an air circus, and they'd go out and what is called barnstorming, added a whole word yeah. to, to the language, scaring people's sheep. In the in and and, uh, taking, and them, taking them up in barrage balloons, and, as a matter of fact. Right, giving them giving them thrills, making them go <gasps> far out, you know, or whatever they said in far up. twenty-four. Instead of going over and uh, and and taking pictures and dropping bombs, I mean, there there is a productive use to everyone's uh, 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 not aggressive That's talents, but you know the the. Going out there and striving and doing and all of those things. You don't well, have to kill hey, all guys, the buffaloes. Just Hi there. The age where you're looking for hello, an interesting hello. and exciting yeah, career in the military, me. get into the sky where they can't find you. 
higher than you've ever been before behind mm -hmm. the border as a proud member of the free Mexican Air Force. Here comes the music now. Yes, skimming low out of border canyons and across the for another three hundred and $331. We'll have a cool grand and we can all go home. As a matter of fact, it's 7.01 right now and if we get up to 7.69 but and we still have 7.69, something terrible will happen. Something terrible will happen. Terrible. The whole clock will stop. Right. All the numbers will fly off the dials, friend. Oh. So call now, 681-0447 and donate money for Zen. And we, the Firesign Theater, are going to be here until 8 o'clock, until we make $1,000. And I know we're going to make it, friends, but we need the action to get it going. How about, um, how about right. this? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Competing front, right. How much? How much? West, how much? West, coming, coming, coming. A joke. Oh. Ah, well, I think it's time to read one more Zen thing before we get into this. It reminds you of something. Yes, it reminds me of temper. A Zen master came to Banke and complained, Master, I have an ungovernable temper. How can I cure it? You have something very strange, replied Banke. Let me see what you have. Well, just now I cannot show it to you, replied the other. When can you show it to me? asked Banke. It arises unexpectedly, replied the student. Then, concluded Banky, it must not be your own true nature. If it were, you could show it to me at any time. When you were born, you did not have it, and your parents did not give it to you. Think that over. <laughs> what is your true nature? Right, you show it to, you show it to me at any time. It's weightless and precious. 6810447, the money's beginning to pour in. Dear friends, we should have $800 soon. That means $200 left. And I know everybody in the studio here, and Chick, and Ralph, and all of my dear friends, are hoping that we're going to make that total.